I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say Preview Show. We're back to look ahead to Sunderland's game against Crew Alexandra at home on Saturday afternoon and also back at the victory over Fleetwood Town on Tuesday night. It's uh, me and Tom this week again, uh, just yep. us. So hi, Tom. How are we? Hello, Matthew. Yeah, I'm good. I was uh, still still back on uh, Loser Island. Yeah. Uh, but it's quite Ooh, nice. Never leave. Yeah. What I meant is Loser, Loser Island is actually a peninsula. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, it's rubbish here, isn't it? Uh, yes and no. I mean, the weather's terrible. Uh, but it's actually all right. Uh, well, down in lovely northwest, it's like it's. I was surprised how cold it was when I got here. I thought it'd be like balmy, you know, twelve degrees and miserable. It's fourteen weather. degrees here today. Yeah, but then the other day it was like. And it was it was really cold. It was like minus one. I was like, yeah, it was like frosty. It was always riding. What's this about? But I have been enjoying uh, winding up the dog, taking the dog for a walk, yeah, um, and then just sitting in the pub with. Yeah, you've been living my life. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been nice. Oh, a few more days on uh, Loser Island. Um, yeah. Loser Island, well, no, some of not losers on uh, Tuesday night, despite doing their best in the first <laughs> half to be yeah, losers. Um, 3-1 against Fleetwood. Um, it, I mean, it was just, it was a grind, wasn't it, really? I mean, that's one way of putting it. It's like the first half was like an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, we really, I felt we really got out of jail with uh, with the result. Um, like it, I found it was a bit of a fortuitous kind of op- uh, like equaliser. And then, um, to be fair, the second goal was taken quite well, and the, you know the strike at the end was just so nice. Cherry on what was quite a bad cake. So yeah, it was a, a poor cake. The it, credit while it's near low, to be fair. The changes at half time, I, I was on the beer and uh, wandered back up to see uh, Dennis Serkin and Carl Winchester in a back three um, <laughs> and Defoe on. Um, yeah. And it, it was sort of, well, okay. But to be fair, he obviously said something to them at half time that did make, it, did make a difference. The second mm. half was improved, it wasn't mm-hmm. good. It was improved, yeah. um, and we did what we needed to do to get a win, which was, I mean, absolutely imperative that we got. Uh, yeah, if, if we hadn't 
if we hadn't picked up three points, we can kind of not kiss goodbye to the playoffs uh, per se, but it would have been quite an uphill battle. Um, yeah, in like I was quite impressed with uh, Neil in his post match interview saying, just essentially saying like it was a massive gamble because if it if it hadn't worked, we could have lost by two or three. Mm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we did we did get the win, and he's he, I was quite. Again, I was quite pleased with the fact he didn't gloss over the fact that of how bad it was because mm. that wasn't a you know it's the result is good but nothing else in that game was, was worth like you know writing home about it was just just a toil of a match that if we would have been playing someone a little better then they probably would have uh, they probably would have beaten us quite comfortably. Um, it, yeah, I agree. The, the um, I think for all he deserves the credit, and he did change it, and he did, um, yeah, he did make a difference. I think we were helped by Fleetwood just being not really very good. Um, their, their goal they got was, I mean, the, the defender like barely right for the first goal. <laughs> well, what are you doing? <laughs> well, so he kicked it against his own foot. <laughs> that had been coming though the whole yeah. game. It's like we kept giving the ball away. Like Winchester, um, like Winchester had a few hairy moments where they could have they could have gone two 0 up when he essentially just passed it from the corner flag straight to them. That was yes, that, that was, was quite enjoyable. Good. Yeah, yeah. And, actually just kept giving the ball away uh, repeatedly. Yeah, just, uh, but I, w- I will say in his defence, we haven't lost while he started a game, so you know, no, we haven't, no, <laughs> we haven't. Have we? Ed- Everyone has an off day. <laughs> they do, they do. It's, yeah, you know, it's taking a walk. Good two games. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've taken seven, we have, to be fair, taken seven points from the last nine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's not too bad. The Charlton, Charlton game was frustrating in that we played, played a hell of a lot better against Charlton oh, than yeah. we did against Fleetwood. Um, but I guess uh, Alex Neil was saying that you're not going to remember that at the end of the season. You're going to see that we drew a Charlton and bleep, mm. beat Fleetwood. Um, so, yeah, so we, we, we'll we take it. Uh, I thought, I've actually thought Defoe, uh, when he came on, I thought he had a, a bit of an impact on the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've not seen much of him this season. I mean, no one really has. No one has. Because <laughs> when he's come on, he's, he's not been utilised quite well. And, yeah, I thought last night he uh, he kind of made a difference. He stretched the defenders and he opened up those pockets of space that essentially allowed us to to win the game. It's like it's his it's his movement that gives and his shot that gives oh nine the uh, you know the quite good task of just slotting in. And like it would have been nice if we would have capped off the evening by scoring that chance he had. But, yeah, he should. Have, yeah, it was a good effort, it was a good save actually. And then Clark, yeah. inexplicably blazed it over the bar. It's quite, <laughs> quite impressive, really. Well, he's, there, but he's respecting the good bet. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I did get a text off uh, Dan during the game saying the good bet is on. And then after the uh, after after it was on, I think he texted me saying that he was howling with laughter <laughs> after it happened. But uh, yeah, I've. Clark just mentioned him putting it in the stand there, but a good goal, to be fair. A very good goal. And he's also, the past few days, even like we've been talking, it's like he's kind of splitting opinion amongst supporters. Um, 
like even in the Wiseman say fraternity that uh, some are not convinced by him. But I thought I thought on on Tuesday he was our best outlet really. I mean wingers are by their very nature like kind of inconsistent and they'll do things that really annoy you. But yeah. he did make he did make the Embleton goal and he did smash in one at the end. So it's like on the you know, on the scheme, on the whole, if you take it all as a whole, he's done quite well. And I get why people can get frustrated with him because he'll do daft things, but he'll roll on the ball, he'll step on it and fall over and like stuff like that. But the end result is a goal and an assist. And that's what you want from your wingers. No, it's, I think, like, I've, I've kind of been in the same camp as yeah. I was kind of growing a bit annoyed with it over the last game or two. Uh, Charlton, I didn't think he was great. Um, in the first half on Tuesday, I was like, oh, he's, he's not really doing it. I actually thought Roberts did all right. Mm. Uh, he's sort of like trying to create things. Um, and uh, But yeah, to be fair, quite in the second half, he started to just glide past people and do what, do what, to be fair, do what I was seeing him do when he first came, which was be good. Um, yeah. But um no, Roberts was all right, I thought. The spectacular moment of him doing um, keepy-ups while he was on oh. the run in the second half and <laughs> yeah. then giving the ball away <laughs> as we that... drew, as we were level with uh, Fleetwood Town at all. Doesn't that say everything about when we buy like a flair player in, in League yeah. One? Yeah. He can do that and then just like hoof it out of play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done, he was like, it was quite, I was like, what is he doing? It's just, and then he just gave it all away. Like, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was good actually. I thought he, mm. it, it was positive. He was bright. He's quite clever. Like, you can buy a foul. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I was quite, yeah, I was quite impressed with him, albeit fleet were bad. Um, yeah. yeah. But that's that's the thing. I mean, we we highlight the positives here, and we're usually on the negatives. So yeah, it's like, so you, you never so we, can accuse us again of being there. <laughs> yeah, and it's just we can't get away from that first half, which was oh, like first sixty minutes, which I thought was one of the worst. I think the worst we've played probably since we've been down here. I mean, it, yeah, it was it just was it was hopeless. Bad. It was, and the the state. I mean, you were there, but the stadium. On the, on the stream, it was so quiet. It felt oh, so, yeah. sounded so quiet. It um, was quiet. It was like the occasional grumble of like annoyance. And I think Fleetwood had not not the ones that came. I think they had thirty seven <laughs> fans. <laughs> they were, and, um, which you know people find it funny to laugh at and stuff. They'll say that it's Fleetwood Town, in it like. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really have many fans. Yeah, there's not many people who live in Fleetwood. Yeah, so. right. it's, but yeah, I mean, they weren't going to make any noise, were they? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, the game, obviously, the first half just didn't help. It was flat, it was dead, the atmosphere was awful. I just went for a beer because uh, it, it was just garbage. Um, but yeah, we we did, you know, at least, at least sort of turn it around and, and grind out stuff that Grand out a win that we've not. There's times we've played like that, not as bad as that in the first half. There's times we've played poorly, arguably over the course of 90 minutes, equally as poorly, and, and not ground the win out. So yeah, I think, sure. I think it's, there are positives to take from it, despite the fact that I've just got written down here, first half, shit. 
<laughs> uh, um, our good friend Luke O'Nine's back. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was. Uh, well, he took his goal very well, and uh, he is a player we're going to need in the oh, yeah. the running. A player that can has got a lot of uh, versatility about him, and it shows that he, you know he's not just good as like a midfield destroyer or right back. He can actually finish, which is. What we really needed last night was someone to like take the game and just put it to bed, really. And uh, yeah, he does annoy me, but then lots of things annoy me. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he annoys me too. But he um, he he took the goal really well, and he did look really sharp. He um, mm. he won a lot. He battled well, um, and yeah, we're going to need him. Hopefully, he's fit enough to start soon. Um, because I mean. I think Corey Evans on Tuesday night. I saw oh, Stat yeah. kicking a ball. He completed eight passes. I mean, he wasn't good. He wasn't good at Charlton, and he wasn't good tonight. He's, uh, sorry, he's, on Tuesday. He's crap. He is. He? And the sooner Dan Neal is properly back to full fitness, it can't come soon enough, really. And to be fair, even before that, like I'd have O nine. In straight ahead. Yeah, it comes in even though, like I've said in the past, that I wouldn't have all night in the mid thing like ahead of Evans. It's like, well, yeah, because he just offers nothing and he hides as well. Like, he's the captain and he just goes missing. Mm. Like, he's not a captain at all. Like, he, they, they, I'd rather write was captain than him. Like, yeah, that would make more sense. But anyway. It uh, it was a bad it could it was a bad performance but it could have been a really bad night and it turned mm-hmm. out not to be um, no, no. so yeah that's nice something that isn't so nice uh, the minutes from the oh, meeting great. with the man who owns of the club is uh, are out I'm not gonna lie uh, you'll be surprised to know <laughs> I haven't read them. Um, but we do have the gist of them we are sick of talking about all of this. Um, it's kind of what we expected, really, isn't it? What we were saying last week. Yeah, it's it's just more thoroughly depressing, really. It's like as we, I mean, we went into it a bit more detail last week, so I don't want to go back and listen to that if you want. Yeah, because that was actually great. There's a good quiz about bears and wolves. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of them this week, which is <laughs> cool, really. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. Um, yeah, it's just what we kind of knew. And it's we've we're now it's we're now onto another member of the ownership that keeps telling us that Juan Satori is gonna be you're gonna see a lot more of him soon. And like honestly I could not give a fuck about him. I just like, a man who paid a pound for his for his stake in the club and now he's part of a a trio that want like nearly twelve million pounds for it. Um, yeah, it doesn't fill me with any confidence. I don't feel any any kind of hope, really, even with Kira Louis Dreyfus, because let's be honest, I don't think he knows what he's doing. He doesn't seem to know what he's doing. No. Because he's piled up with these morons. So, yeah, um, football ownership has been in the, the news a lot today. And yeah. even if your team isn't run by a Russian oligarch who's just had all these money frozen, you can still be quite shite. So, yeah. 
that's well summed up, really. I think uh, <laughs> if you want to know any more on uh, the minutes, uh, we should tweet uh, Chris Weatherspoon at Christoph21, I believe, is uh, what I handle it. I wouldn't know I'd block. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tweeting him something on Saturday morning when uh, he was messaging about some kind of finance in football at 8 a.m. Um, I mean, so I what, told him to stop it. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest. However, whatever you get your kicks out of, I guess. I mean, <laughs> well, I was just so- having like some like scrambled eggs, something <laughs> like some coffee in that, rather yeah. than like, you know, not thinking about football finance. Not, yeah, just like just stop it if you're listening, Chris. Not that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. That was. Uh, yeah. So that that's that sort of covered off. We're not going to go into it any, anymore. There's not. You, you've, I'm sure you've all read them. Um, the, the minutes from me and um, Tom's explained them incredibly well. Um, <laughs> so we won't go into any more detail than that because, frankly, it's depressing and I'm sick to the back teeth of it. <laughs> that's, that's the main crux of it. It's just so, like, you get so bogged. It's in, right, it is important and we should, it is, we should not, mention yeah. it, but... It's not something that gets you hyped up to record a podcast that we have to keep going over this shit like every every week. So, yeah, they want twelve twelve million quid. They don't deserve twelve million quid. They should get nothing, and they should fuck off. That's it, really. There we go. Um, Well, on that note, uh, we'll. We'll take a little break while Tom calms down. <laughs> um, we'll come back and talk about our exciting game against Crew. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Um, it's crew home on Saturday for us. That's nice, isn't it? Um mm-hmm. Crew side that, frankly, <laughs> well, <laughs> they're looking at some of their form, and it's not good. Uh, it's not good at all. Uh, the last ten games, crew have lost nine of them. Solitary victory coming away to Cheltenham, <laughs> away to Cheltenham side that Mike Dodds' side lost to oh, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, they've conceded. 
22 goals in that period of time and scored six. And it will not surprise you to know that they are bottom of the form table <laughs> over the last 10 games. Um, Sunderland's, you know, form of this improving. Um, doing some bit, doing okay over the last few games. So really, I mean, I'm expecting nothing other than a, a very comfortable home win on Saturday. Oh, you bloody hope so, wouldn't you? I was actually, uh, I was actually in crew on uh, on Monday. Why? I had a nice, I had a nice uh, 35 minutes waiting for a train, a delayed train at the <laughs> station. Did you buy anything? Did you do anything? Oh, I'll t- I tell you what I did buy, which I didn't know what was... They've relaunched Salt and Vinegar Quavers. Oh, yeah, they're a thing again now. Oh, mate, this... <laughs> I used to love those as a kid. I was like, yeah. wow, these, these are back. I was like, yeah, so I had a bag of those. That was, yeah, that was pretty good, actually. They, they did, the, the prawn cocktail ones are back as well. Uh, I'm going to have to stock up on these before I go back. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, I was just looking at the because our good friend Callum McFadden is now at Re- Wrexham. Yes, he's he left at crew. Yeah. And uh, this terrible run of form <laughs> coincided with him leaving. Well, Wrexham, of course, on an excellent run of form now as well, and are up to third wow. in the national league. So I think we can put two and two together there and uh, re-sign Callum McFadden. <laughs> well, we we do need left back cover. We do. What, because we gave all hours away. We gave all hours away, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, if we're not putting these away, Christ. <laughs> I was just say, well, we did do that. Um, yeah. Earlier in the season, we played, it was just, they were just one of the worst teams I've ever seen us play. It, it, it was an own goal, Stuart got two, and then Jacku killed it off. But we could have had thousands in that game. Yeah, we um, really could have. It's back, I think it might have been in October or something, but we went... We went uh, second in the league that night. We had, that put us on 28 points for 12 games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we were second to Wickham. We've got written down here. Um, and we're now, we're now needing to win, really, to give us a chance at the playoffs. Because I know we won on Tuesday and we're in fifth now, but it's still got, we've still got, it's, it's actually against us to make the playoffs because of the yeah. games in hand that the teams have. And, I mean, and the performance we put in on Tuesday, we ground it out. But oh, I think there are teams playing better than us. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like I'm just looking at the table now, and like the the teams directly below us, Plymouth, Wickham, and Sheffield Wednesday, all have games on us, and yeah. the the gap is only well, there's only four, like there's only two points separating those four teams. So yeah, it's just we just got to keep keep winning and hoping that they start slipping up again. Yeah, because... I mean, yeah. Uh, we've got to play at Plymouth, of course. Mm. This could be a, that will really be quite a big game. We've, we've obviously played Sheffield Wednesday twice and Wickham twice. Um, so, yeah, there's only really that one that's going to... But even Portsmouth, are, you know. They're... Yeah, the sneak. Sneaking up, aren't they? But I just um, the fixtures on Saturday. There's a lot of teams play, like a lot of teams in the top six playing each other. Right. So, so you have MK Dons against Wigan, Ipswich yeah. against Portsmouth, Wickham against Rotherham, and then Bolton against Plymouth. Oh right, okay. So it's like the, the, a lot of teams there are going to drop points, which could yeah. 
which is actually quite this weekend it actually looks quite good for us as long as as long as we win yeah we should we should be in a quite a much better position it than... be, yeah it should i mean it'd be nice in this in this game to to really have the opposite of what we did on tuesday i mean I don't mean the opposite. I don't mean players badly like we did in the first half in the second half. Which, you know, I don't <laughs> mean that. I just mean finish where we picked off because where we left off because um, we could we could have added a couple of more at the end of the game on Tuesday night, which yeah. would have really you know <laughs> you talk about paving on cracks. That would have like sort of like yeah. cemented over like craters. But uh, <laughs> I think. Um, I think we could have, and I think if we start like that, it'd be nice to be to have one of them games where Alaphil Parkinson's side with three 0 at half time. Yeah, um, and then you can bring people on, you can get people minutes. You can, hopefully, a couple of people can get. It'd be nice for Defoe to get a goal. It'd be nice mm. for Roberts to get a goal and Clark to pick to um, to continue like he did on on Tuesday night. I don't know in terms of the team. I don't know what sort of changes. I wouldn't be surprised if Schmanzli uh, doesn't start. Uh, really? I don't know because he took him off at half time. I don't know why. I don't know. <clears throat> I think maybe I'm not sure because maybe he's still like getting him back into. Fitness. Maybe he's took him <laughs> off so that he can play. So. Yeah, and it's also like yeah, he was terrible the first half. Um, on Tuesday, but the, the prior two games has been really good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And um, I mean, we don't really have that many options. Yeah, we could be, yeah I don't think we'd be starting with uh, Sterkin and Winchester in the back three. Yeah, he's because Doyle was on the bench, wasn't he? He wasn't. He's not in. Yes, he was on the bench. Yeah, he's back. He's playing the squad now. Mm. Um, Danny Bath just seems to have gone. Yeah, uh, he, forever. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was in training today. I saw, but like, uh, but again, we don't know really because like you can never. It's really hard to like second guess Alex Neal's uh, yeah, it starting is, yeah. lineups because, as we said, it's like spin the wheel. It's like who's going to play? It is. Well, I wouldn't be surprised to hear to see the fall appear in the starting lineup again against these. Yeah, and uh, Broadhead as well. Like, of course, yeah. He took it. I, I think Pritchard's still injured, I think. But um, I think yeah. Broadhead took him. I think he said his hamstring cramped up a bit. So hopefully that's just. Uh, I mean, to be fair, if he's still under any sort of doubt, don't play him against Crew. Um, no, no, no way. So Lincoln next week. I know they're poor as well, but they're a lot better than Crew. So yeah, and it's we like, be, we should it's a be tough able, game. That yeah, it is. We should be able to. To get through Saturday with, like, with with just sort of a team that we can put out. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd like, Evans needs to come out of the team. Mm-hmm. See, uh, like I said in the uh, first part, I think what I'd like to see is Evans come out in 09 to go in. Yeah. Because then you'd have 09 and Tete in the middle. You got two two battlers there, and I think that'd be quite. It'll be quite difficult for a crew to play against. Yeah. Um, especially if, like, 09's the one that's given licence to go forward, then mm-hmm. I think that's quite, a like, a strong strong middle. I think um, it's quite a nice game for him to come into as well. Um, yes. It's not going to be particularly frantic. Um, so, yeah, he obviously hasn't started for, well, this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it'll be 
I'd like I'd probably put him in uh, ahead of Evans as you, as you say. Um, Hamilton, uh, he got he got a goal, but oh, I just I just can't get away with him. He's personally. yeah, he's quite um, frustrating. It's like I was because um, I was watching the club stream, and every time they had a free kick, like uh, Danny Danny Collins was saying, it's like he's going to curl this straight into the keeper's hands. And yeah. he did it about five oh, times. Oh, yeah, it's so frustrating. And it's like, because we don't now, like Pritchard, well, I think he might, unfortunately, I think he might be done for the season. Um, and we don't have that proper, like, set-piece specialist. And I don't know, I've not seen, I can't remember Embleton being that good on set-pieces. I mean, No, I just find it annoying the way he takes them. Um, cause it's <laughs> So, like, in the second half, he sort of, like, he, he tries to score from corners. Yeah, yeah. And it's annoying because, like, they just stick men on the front post. They just <laughs> head it away. Yeah. So, like, it's just, just stop it. But I, I don't know. I don't dislike. I thought he started the season quite well. Obviously, he's got something about this black ball like it. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I don't know. He's just, I, don't he's, I don't think he's for me. <laughs> but I think he's he certainly had decent games this season. But recently, I just... Nah, he's just seems to have gone totally off the ball. I also have a lot of players, to be fair. Yeah, but I get what you mean. But he's to me, he's like the best option in that position. Yeah, because he's um, yeah, and because he's not really a winger or anything like that. So I think he's he's the one that naturally comes <clears> in when Pritchard's out of the team. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. To be honest, I just kind of wish we had someone else. <laughs> he's not quick. He's not quick enough to be a winger. No, uh, so but yeah, probably, yeah, I imagine he'll, he'll keep his place. Um, yeah, that, that probably covers the team, I guess. Uh, is Diaku? Where's he? I mean, he seems to be fit. He's he's always on. Uh, again, he was on the <clears throat> pitches in training today, and so I'm, I won't be surprised if he's back on the bench. This is the thing. It's like our injuries are kind of clearing up now. Yeah. It's we've got far more options than we did say a month ago, and yeah, I mean, like again, uh, Diaku is a bit, I don't know, a bit, a bit flaky and whatnot. And I don't know, you need. I always felt he needs to be in a team that's playing with confidence to be effective. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I wouldn't want him to come back at the team. I'd, I'd rather them keep. <clears throat> oh yeah, no, I agree. I'd rather them keep, yeah. I'd rather keep Clark and Roberts because I think Clark has justified having a having a second start in um, in a week, and also like it'd be good for Roberts to just get more minutes under him. Yeah, against this sort of side as well. Mm. No disrespect to them, but like, yeah, yeah. As you said, he started like he started pretty well in that game, considering how bad we were playing. Yeah, but and. Maybe he just needs a bit more confidence, and that'll come with games. And everyone, like you, do forget that he was when he played at Celtic. He was like one of their best players. So hopefully, he can kind of rekindle that. Yeah, hopefully, he well, showed some uh, some sparks on, on Tuesday and some signs that he, he might he might be able to do that for us. So, so yeah. So um, before we do predictions, there was a tweet earlier, Tom, uh, that, that was on Twitter that. Mm-hmm. Decided that we'd like to talk about. Yep. Um, it was by, I'm trying to find who it was by, um, <clears throat> Johan, Johan Cruyff. <laughs> I right. tweeted it too. 
what's a football conspiracy that you at least slightly believe in? And now this has thousands of call tweets. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you have one? Uh, yeah, I do have one. Um, it's that Roy Hodgson's anti-Northeast bias prevented Lee Catamol from playing for England at the 2014 World Cup. And I do think if... Because he was at the peak of his powers in like 2014, because yeah. he was playing so well under Poyet. And we just we just stayed up with him yeah. at like the, the base of that midfield. And if you remember that World Cup and how bad England were because yeah. they couldn't defend, I think that if if you had a Lee Catamol in that team, he would have been able to... I think we would have not lost as many games... And I think he would have allowed the the players around him to <clears throat> flourish. But then I did look at this team, this squad from 2014, and my God, it's bad. Like, Is it? Who's in uh, it? Well, he's got like 35-year-old Lampard and 34-year-old Gerrard. Oh, right, yeah. Who were, as I recall in that tournament, an absolute disgrace. And then you have like Henderson, who didn't really play, yeah. Milner... Yeah. Ross Barkley, who just nah. You've got all these kind of players, but you haven't got a proper defensive midfielder. Yeah. And I say because Roy Hodgson never used to like call up uh, players based in the northeast, like ever. Apart from that one time, he called up um, Jack Colback because Adrian Durham called him the Ginger Pirlo in the press. Oh, yeah. Then he never played. And he would never come and watch Sunderland. He'd rarely come and watch Sunderland games, even though we were actually quite good at the time. Yeah, we were actually playing quite well, weren't we? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah but uh, well, nice anyway, game. that's mine. Well, that's yours. Well, I don't. Well, mine's been debunked because I oh, right. have this theory that Crew Alexander only play at home, and of course, we—that's true. We play them on Saturday away, so hmm. like it, it's sort sure, of. Are you sure it, our stadium's not based in Crew though? It might be because every time. Like every time crew are on, like you know when you watch like a football league show, you know, like quarter to one in the morning, you know, <laughs> a crew have played like Port Vale, and it's always the crew are always at home. They always at Bestie Road or more. Like they never ever play away from home. Like they've never done it before. I'm convinced. They, I mean, they, I, it sounds about right. That to be fair, it's just like one of them, and then the other one is like it's not really a conspiracy theory though, but there's like. There's always this like weird thing of whenever there's like FA Cup games, like there'll be at least like two of them repeated the following weekend in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, like Hull will play Birmingham in the cup on Saturday, yeah. and then they'll play each other in the Tuesday night in the Championship, like very like immediately after. Well, it that happened <clears throat> a few weeks ago. West Ham played Leeds. Yeah. In the in cup. It, yeah, yeah. Then they played each other in the league. Yeah. Same same ground as well. Same, same ground. ground. And I think um, Man United as well were in the... There was another... Leicester, Liverpool or something was also in the FA Cup on that weekend. It was also televised the following week. It, was, it happens all yeah. the time. And it's like... I know it's like, oh, well, yeah, it would because they're in the same league. No, it happens like immediately. Like It's like... Yeah. Then. But well, do you not remember like a few seasons ago the most like depressing week of our lives where we had to play Walsall away twice in like a week. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah because we um, and then we had to play them again at home because we drew <laughs> in yeah. the FA Cup. Yeah. 
Yeah, just so much wall soul. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, right. Um, before we go, um, how many are we going to beat crew by on Saturday at Gresty Road? Um, I'll go with 4 nil. Yeah. Uh, and I'll go, I'll have Stuart, Stuart with two, um, Roberts, and then, oh, I'll go on Defoe then. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go five. I think we'll win five nil. Um, Stuart, Clark, Roberts, Defoe, uh, Matete. Ooh. All different scores. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Like um, well, if you're travelling to crew away, um, have a, a safe trip to uh, Gresty Road because no doubt that game will be switched there on Saturday morning mm-hmm. um, when uh, football officials realise the crew are about to play away from home. Um, right, all that's left for us to say is uh, thanks very much once again for listening. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.